This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, President and CEO of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We're happy to have our first guest joining us from Cadence Bank. As you know, Cadence has been a proud sponsor of Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and of our foundation. So joining us today to talk about money, one of our favorite subjects is Patrick Pacheco with Cadence. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be here this morning. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, what an interesting time uh, in terms of banking and what's going on across the, the globe, of course. And uh, so money is a very important, you know, conversation piece, I think, now more than ever, Patrick. And given the, the, the vast majority of families who have a bit more quality time, if you will, certainly one topic that they might want to bridge with their children is money. Where do they start? That's correct. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk about money with their children. And that can be a few reasons, just kind of old school, everything's private. It can be they're not comfortable with the topic itself. You know, maybe they don't do a great job managing money or thinking about money, even talking to their spouse about money. Uh, so, so you have to have children that have some idea of what they're doing. You can't go to have kids go to college or get out of high school, start a job and have no idea that money just doesn't come out of a machine that you put a card into. So it's never too early to start talking to kids about money. Uh, they they understand conceptually that that you get to, you get something and you and you pay for things at the store. But to to really try to hammer uh, that point home, you know, it can start when you when as young as you like. I don't think there's too early an age to start with, with children. Um, I think one of the one of the first places to start or an very easy place to start, and like we did with my kids, is we gave them a dollar a day for their uh, allowance. They would, we'd give it on Sunday morning. The first thing they did is they put a dollar in the collection plate and then they had $3 that they utilized to, to spend. And we don't like to use the word spend because that sounds like I'm gonna have to use it right away, but for their needs, to meet needs. And then $3 we'd put in savings. And that gave them an idea that, okay, this is my money. This is what I do with it. I have a charitable uh, inclination or charitable intent with church. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, have some that I can, if I need a pair of shoes, I need to get that new game, I can save up and get that. And then other savings that you're, you're putting down for long-term uses. So, so that's a good place. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's certainly something to, to consider. And also, as we think about, you know, money and, and what it means today. And as you said, uh, many places are no longer accepting cash and it's, it's on cards. And perhaps this idea of, putting money on your credit card, that that is a good thing versus a debit card, et cetera. And what, what conversations should we have around that and making sure that we don't 
said the wrong things about money? What are some of those pitfalls parents make? Well, I, one of the things is, to, again, to not talk about it. So we, we do have to talk about it. And, and, and we don't have to tell our kids what we make, for example, at our job. But we can tell them, I go to work, and for that work, I get paid a, a set amount of dollars. For those dollars, I pay for things such as your, your, your school clothes. I pay for things such as dinner. I pay for our house. And there's only so much of it. So we have to make sure and, and budget and know exactly how much we have so that we'll be able to meet all of those needs. And then hopefully we have a little bit that we can save so that later on we can go on vacation and we can do something else. And that's a discussion you have without necessarily giving exact dollar amounts. Now, I think one of the things people think though, and that you really have to, to, to be aware of is people think their kids don't know that they have money. You know, some people are a little wealthier. I deal with some wealthy clients. They'll say, what? Our kids don't know we have money. And I'll tell them, your kids go to St. John's, you drive a very expensive car, kids can look you up on HCAD to figure out what your house is worth. They know you have money. So, so get rid of that, that, that fantasy that they don't know that there's money out there. They know it's there. That's where you have to teach them how to, how to utilize it, how to respect it, and how to become good stewards of that money. Uh, the biggest pitfall is not discussing it. The second pitfall is to, to discuss it very lightly and think they don't know what's going on because kids are very, very perceptive these days. Yeah, and it's really, it's all relative, isn't it? At the end of the day, it is relative. And uh, you mentioned St. John's. I remember uh, taking my girls to uh, their carpool there and it was following the, the holiday break and there were uh, four vehicles in the carpool for new Christmas gifts, right? A Lamborghini, a Ferrari, and, and I forget the other two, but it is relative and uh, certainly much more astute than we give them credit for, but certainly helping them understand it's about setting a budget, setting limits and understanding. I think not enough schools provide just a how-to. I mean, I remember when we were in school, right? We had that home economics and uh, consumer spending, et cetera. They just taught you how to have a budget because so many parents, especially for minority families, don't know what it is to balance a checkbook. They likely have never had checkbooks. Um, parents who've never had credit cards, uh, understanding that your credit score matters, matters and what that means. And so let's talk about any tips you have around the credit card conversation, especially one I know for folks who have credit cards who pay down their debt and they think I'm closing the account so that I don't spend on that card anymore. But they're really doing themselves a disservice because they've just lost that line credit. So let's talk a little bit about that. So, so I think that's a, that's a very important point you bring up. So a, a credit card, I think the first thing to, for kids to understand is when dad or mom goes to the store and utilizes this credit card, somebody is giving me that credit for a cost. I could have paid for it up front, but this particular item, whether it was a repair on a car, whether it was a new pair of, of baseball shoes, whatever it may be, was a little bit more than we had in the budget for this month. So we're going to pay it out over time, but there's a cost to paying it out over time and, and have kids understand that and then tell them, well, if we didn't have credit, we couldn't buy it at all. And if I didn't have any credit, I wouldn't be able to get credit. And that's a concept that, that's difficult for some kids to say, say, I had to do well and start with a small amount of credit and show that I could, could responsibly utilize it and pay it back. And now they gave me a bigger piece of credit, but I can't just fill it up because if I fill it up and can't pay it, that's going to hurt my credit score. Yeah. It's good for me to have it available, and the only way I'm going to have it available is if I, if I have developed a, a credit background and, and have something that kids are going to be very important for you as you grow up. 
yeah. and I think that that knowledge that it, and, and a great piece is that what they have your credit card statement now it says if you make the minimum payment, this is how many years you're going to be paying this. So yeah. If you make the minimum payment, you're going to be paying for these baseball shoes for two years. You know, does that does that make sense for your baseball shoes? You'll be in the third pair of shoes by that time. Mm-hmm. So so trying to match the the use of the item with 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 credit as well is is important. Teach kids. You longer term things you finance for longer terms, things that are immediate needs like a dinner, be better to pay for it and have cash to pay for it. If you don't, to stay home and eat than to put on a credit card. Yeah, have a debit card instead of a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. This is one extra step you need to take. And certainly all of these needs can be filled by our friends over at Cadence who uh, do a great job and have a lot of folks working on the phones, on your mobile, uh, in person, et cetera, to fill all your needs. Well, before we wrap up our session, Patrick, anything else you'd like to add for parents and children as it relates to money? Well, I'll tell you, when you start when they're young, you'll have some, some setbacks that, that can be amusing. One that we had... With that dollar we had at the collection plate, we would we call it the money for Jesus. And every every Sunday, my son would put in, son would put in. Well, the same uh, gentleman always came to our pew to, to pass the plate. Well, one day, just as he's about to pass it, he got a call in his headphone and he walked away. And my three-year-old, four, because four-year-olds at the time, grabbed my suit coat, yanked it, and said, "Daddy, where is Jesus going?" So sometimes we feel like we've made big, big strides and, 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 and it don't, don't, be, don't be discouraged because there seems to be something lost in translation because at the end of the day, they're getting something out of it and you're getting something out of it. It, it may be the one thing that gets you and your spouse talking about money is yeah. talking to your kids about it. And that's, that's just as important as, as, as talking to children as talking to your spouse about it. Very good. Well, thank you again to you and the entire team over at Cadence, and we hope to see you guys very soon. Have a super day. You too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.